This is a download from London's LBC 97.3. Hello you, my name of course is Ian Lee and you're listening to the latest podcast of my brilliant show on LBC 97.3. Press play on your PC, iPod or MP3 player and enjoy the laughs. Ian Lee. The three-hour, four-till seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Hello, you. Now, we've got a few questions we need to answer here. Firstly, ever work with your parents? How bad is it? How rubbish is it? How good is it? Secondly, we're trying to find the English Fonz. If we had to find an English Fonz, someone who's so cool, who would it be? Um, someone has texted in, David Dickis- Dickinson will make a good English Fonz. No. I think Stan Laurel would be a good English Fonzie. I think. So we're trying, we're trying to find candidates for the English Fonzie. And also, completely off on a tangent, because we were talking about Dr Dick Van Dyke, detective, diagnosis, murder. Helen, uh, behind the glass, and I have been arguing about Quincy versus Columbo. She's on Columbo's side. I'm firmly on the side of Quincy. Who the hell played Quincy? I want to say Carl Hellman, but wasn't he the... Fe- he was the fellow in Brushstrokes, wasn't he? He was Jacko in Brushstrokes. So who played Quincy? Um, and uh, is, he, is he with us? Or is he... Deceased. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Maybe Philip, our TV historian, can give us a call on that. Who played Quincy? Uh, and is he dead? Paula's in the brain tree. Hello, Paula. Hello, Ian. Hello, Paula. Do you know? Do you know who played Quincy? No, I don't. Oh, no, sorry, man. I wasn't really a big fan of. Oh, that. did you not? It was a cracking show. The best bit of Quincy were the opening oh. titles. The, the two bits in the opening titles. The bit where the fella faints. And the second bit where, oh, Quincy's examining a dead body. Hang on, the camera pulls back. It's not a dead body. It's a fit 18-year-old on his boat that he's (laughs) feeling. It was a good show. I was quite young when that was out, so I wouldn't really remember. Yeah, they they repeated it. I'm quite young as well. Paul, why have you called in? What can I do for you? Um, Basically, to tell you that I work for both my mum and my dad, and also my husband. What? Yeah, I work with all three of them. What do you do, Paula? Um, my dad, he has a printing company yeah. in London, yeah. and uh, I do sort of a graphic design stroke account. Right. There. So, yeah, so um, my mum also is a director of the company, and my husband started working for them about five, six is years it, ago. Is it, Paula, do you, do you get special rights because you're working for your dad, or does he, is he harsher on you? I think it's it's not too bad, really, because, yeah. I mean, I get three weeks a year holiday. Cushy, um, nice. But I got married, what, six years ago Good now, girl. and we had a three-week honeymoon, and plus I was allowed time off for organising the wedding. Next oh, so, so you get, you yeah. get special rights. And do other people in the company who aren't related to your dad, do they kind of go, mm, there's, there's Paula, there's Paula, got, um, got special rights because she's the boss's daughter? I think there might be a few that might Stuff think em. that. But, Stuff them. Um, no, I mean, we, Losers. you know... Um, I mean, he's pretty good with everyone, really, yeah. so um, he f- treats us all more or less the same. Paula, your dad sounds like a top fellow. I'd like a piece of that action. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Who played Quincy? Is he dead? <laughs> that's, that's the topic. Uh, and also working with your parents. It looks like a lot of fun, but surely it's a living hell. Tanya is in the commercial street. Hello, Tanya. Hello there. Hello there, how I'm, are you? I'm here in the car with my sister and my mother. Nice one. My sister works with my mum. Oh. And dad. Oh, doing what? In the central heating ga- game. In a, in a spiritual healing? No, the central heating. The central heating <laughs> game. I've yet to play that. It's going to be big this Christmas. Uh, um, and so what, 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 doing what? Um, she's uh, an all-round administrator, yeah, dog's luck. body, yeah. plumber, gopher, delivery person. I like the sound um, of her. Personal assistant. Does she get special privileges? Because she get the... special privileges. Why am I talking? Hang on, Tanya. Not whatsoever. Tanya, no. Tanya. Yeah. Why am I talking to you? <laughs> why, 
Why am I not talking? You're driving. You cannot talk on a when you're driving. That is correct. Well done. Thank I'm you. For... The farm. <laughs> but she could, sounds like she can talk for England, the mouthy yeah, oh, yeah, cow. Uh, very entertaining. Very so, but So she, do, she gets treated worse, does she? Do you get treated oh. worse? Um, yes, I, 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 they take advantage of me. They take advantage. Uh, I tell you, how come you've not got involved in this uh, family business? Oh, um, bit too thick. I, what I did, I was helping my mum out at the at the company. Hated it. And then I begged my sister to come and do it, and she's been there for two years. And then now. you bailed out. What? what yeah. Got a proper job. I bailed out. Got, got a proper job. I've never had a proper job. What do you do for a living, Tanya? <laughs> you just get you let your mum and dad look after you, do you? Yeah. <laughs> good, good girl. I bring up children, housewives. Yeah. But what do you do for a job? Um, I'm teasing. I'm pretending I'm one of those right-wing idiots. Tanya, you, you. What do I do for a job? You, I'm joking. You do one of the most important jobs in the world. <laughs> exactly. Tanya, listen. Have a wicked weekend. Thank you for that. I'm teasing. I'm not one of them. For goodness' sakes. Sally's in the Clacton. Hello, Sally. Hi, Ian. It was Jack Klugman who played Quint. Jack Klugman. Yeah. How, how are we spelling Klugman? K L U G M A N. Jack Klugman. And is is Quincy dead or alive? No idea. Oh no. We also. Hey. All I know is he cured. He cured, he cured every case in America. <laughs> he cured every case. Yeah, he, he worked with dead bodies, he, Sally. He, no, I don't mean cured. He did every autopsy that was going. Didn't he just? And the thing is, though, he was, um, I, I nearly said, I, I, he wasn't one of them. I nearly said the completely wrong word there. That means he's, he's a naughty man with children. He was uh, a pathologist. That's the word. That's I'm right, looking. yeah. yeah. And he did all the autopsies. And what it, was he doing solving crimes? Well, they all do that, don't they? I mean, Dick Van Dyke, he's a doctor and he solves all the crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is weird. That diagnosis murder is a cracking show, isn't it? Well, I don't know. And same with Angela Lansbury, where she lives. Well, 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 but, but, how can you compare Quincy, diagnosis murder, with um, murder she wrote? That's rubbish. No, but I mean, she cures it. She's everywhere in all these small towns, love... all the murders that come. Don't she they? does watch all the murders? No, I she... don't watch them. OK, Sally, thank you very much. We had half a conversation there. I like the way she said she cures all the murders. Oh, yeah, she cures all the murders. And it, the, the murder she wrote is bringing us back on track. Um, because, of course... Mr. C, Mr. Cunningham from Happy Days was in it. We're trying to find the English Fonzie as well. If there had to be an English Fonzie, like the really coolest, you know, coolest character we've got who, you know, clicks his fingers and says chicks and they appear, can fix a jukebox by smacking it, who would the English Fonzie be? So far, we've got David Dickinson and Stan Laurel. I, I think we can do better than that. I think we can do better than that. 0870 Is Jack Klugman dead or is he indeed alive? And if he's alive, why the hell isn't he making more Quincy's as we speak? For goodness sakes. I love a bit of Quincy. I love a bit of Quincy. Uh, but the main thing we're talking about is do you work with your parents? Is it the cushiest gig in the world or do you absolutely hate it? And has anybody... Um, is anybody the, the and son? You see these companies, Matthew and son. That's a Cat Stevens song. But we'll use it to illustrate the point. Is anybody the and son? And do you feel pressure to take on that responsibility? And are there any and daughters out there? You can give us a call, or you can text in as well if you want, 0771 776 0973. And if you want to email, it's ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. I've just, I've got a little file in front of me full of sound clips, and it's got, it's got stuff like, you know, it's got this... I have your phone kids. I've just seen this in here. What's, what's this? I am thinking of challenging Ian Lee to a straight running race. I reckon I could take him in a running race. Well, there's, there's two flaws of that. Firstly... I am thinking of challenging Ian Lee to a straight running race. He's saying a straight running race. Well, that's going to be difficult, James, for you. But also, does James O'Brien not realise I used to run for my county? Is this genuine, Agent Chris? Is he actually... 
ch- challenge me to a race? Yes. I used to run for the county. The man's a fool. O'Brien, bring it on, Moonface. If you want a race... We'll talk about challenges a bit later on in the show, actually. That's, that, that's brought something to mind. If you want a race, O'Brien, um, then you're going to get one. I noticed we were tentatively discussing having a boxing match. <laughs> he's wimped out on that, hasn't he? Uh, 0870 uh, 9090973. Ken has suggested Joe Strummer from The Clash as the English Fonzie. We want someone who's a little bit cooler. We're looking for the English Fonz. Is Quincy dead? That sounds like a brilliant name for a show, doesn't it? It's Quincy dead. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Hey, listen, we're getting stack loads of emails uh, from Colin, uh, from Will, who's saying that the topic's a bit boring today. Well, we're doing loads of topics, so up yours. Uh, Quincy is alive and well. Jack Klugman is alive and well. This is my promise to you, London. I shouldn't make this promise because I, I got in very big trouble with the Mr T thing. We will get Quincy on this show. One day. One, one day, Quincy will be on this show, be it by the phone. Agent Chris, can we hunt down Quincy and get him on one day? Sure. Nice one. That's what we like. Positive. Quincy is alive and well, ladies and gentlemen. The three-hour, four-till-seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Hello, you. Oh, we're getting loads of suggestions for the English Fonzie. Can I quickly go through some of these? Um, David Dickinson, Ray Winston, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Get real. Clive Owen, Des Lynham from Gary, uh, the Stan Laurel, Robbie Williams and Paul Weller. Paul Weller can be the English Fonzie. Hey, there's a brilliant Neil Diamond video. Did I just say that on the radio? Uh, Neil Diamond live at the Greek Theatre, okay, from about 1978. Uh, And he's singing Song Sung Blue, which isn't a very good song, but he's singing it. And there's a brilliant bit in the middle of it. He goes, is Henry Winkler here? I want the fans to come and sing this song. And Fonzie comes out of the audience wearing a big cardigan and he sings with Neil Diamond. One of the coolest bits of TV I've ever seen in my life. We are looking for the English Fonzie. Uh, we know that Jack Klugman is alive. He's been very poorly, apparently. He had a bit, a bit of trouble with his throat. So he's been poorly, but he's alive and he's well. He's 82 and he's living in sim with Bing Crosby's stepdaughter or something. I don't know, but we're going to hunt him down and find him. Uh, and do you work with your parents? We've all been watching Barry Van Dyke acting excellently with the superb Dick Van Dyke. It looks like a cushy job. Is it hell? Have you been? Have you worked with your dad? Is it the worst thing you can do? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. The phones are very very busy at the moment, so if you can't get through or there's no answer, then keep trying. Uh, Joanne's in the Ilford. Hello, Joanne. Hi, Ian. How hey. are you? Oh, I've just swal- swallowed the wrong way, and I've, I've nearly made myself sick, but I'm fine. Good, good. What can I do for you, Joanne? Well, I was just going to phone up, but I think you've had all the information already about Jack Klugman. That um, he's alive and kicking. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm sure he'd love to appear on your show. <laughs> well, no, you say that, Joanne, almost as if you know him. You know how it is, all these contacts that I have. Oh, wow. This is suddenly... You, you, you've not... I, I imagine that the, the Klugman, the Klug, as I'm going to call him from now on, yeah. I imagine he's been around the block a few times with the ladies. <laughs> I, I, I bet that women, you know, in the old days, when he was Quincy, mm. would just fall at his feet. I'm sure they did. Joanne, well, listen, we, we, we know that he's alive. We know that he's, he's been ill, but he's well. We'll find him. Philip in South Norwood. Oh, good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Philip. Um, I, as I say, I wasn't sure whether he's alive, but I, I thought he was, but yeah. I'm very 80, pleased to hear that. 82 years old. Apparently, another... Yeah. E- this is turning into the, the, the Klug uh, appreciation show. He was in Diagnosis Murder a couple of weeks ago as a failed police detective. Oh, right. Um, I know because he's done so much television. I think the one that I remember him from was, was the TV version of The Odd of Couple. Of The Odd Couple, of course, yes. And um, with uh, Tony Randall. Hey, Philip, you, it was cool having Dirk Benedict the other day, wasn't it? It was, it was really great. Was, wasn't he a nice bloke, the face man? Yes. If you've just tuned in, we had the face man on the phone on, was it Wednesday show? I think it was. I hope you can get Murdoch on. 
Oh, well, I was so pleased when he said that he's still yeah. friends with Murdoch and they hang out. Well, i got to, I got to, you know, because I saw him in a, he, Murdoch was in the, well, probably one of the best ever of the recent Perry Mason episodes. Really? Yes. What's his name? Dwight Schultz, isn't it? That's right, yes. Mm, well, we... he, honestly, it was, it was, I won't spoil it in case you ever get a chance to see it, but yeah. it was really good. Well, we're going we're gonna to hunt him down. you got what, sorry, Philip? It's theme. Oh, man, this is the best piece of music in the world. I... Oh, I love it. There's going to be a giant queue appearing in a second, all right? Get ready. Murder. Mystery. Come on, Quincy! Sexy horns, you see? Oh, this is a cracking scene. Then there's... Oh, I wonder if we're going to hear Quincy talking. Hang on. You're about to enter the world of pathological science. One of the most exciting forms of medicine in the world. Hey, Chinese policeman, don't faint. All right. Oh, Philip, I thought, do, do, have you not got the bit where he speaks on there? No, this is from oh. a, an LP. No, there's no um, speech on it. Because there's that bit where he goes, you're, you're about to enter the most fascinating world yeah. of science in the world. Well, I've got some information, actually. It started back in 1976, Ian. Yeah. Oh. And it finished up in 1983. Oh, OK. And it was, I think it was boring, part of the yeah. mystery movies, you know, uh, McLeod, yeah. Columbo and Banachek. Hey, Philip, very quickly, before we go... Mm-hmm. And thank you for that theme. We're gonna, I, I want to see if we can get that as a theme for the show, because it's a cracking piece of music. Who would be your English Fonzie? I thought you were going to ask me that. Now, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. Like, yeah. uh, oh. No, I'm afraid I'm stuck. I can't think of anybody off the... I'm sure that... Well, Mary, Mary's emailed in. How about Johnny Vaughan as the English Fonz? Too old. Too, what? Too old. Well, the thing, the thing about Happy Days is yeah. they were all about 37, but they were supposed yeah. to be at school. That's right. Have you seen this advert, Ian, they're showing at the moment, where they're using the bits from Happy Days in an advert and yes. bring it up to date? Yeah, I have. It's not, I don't think it's done that well. I've seen those kind of things done a little bit better. So it's not done... Philip, listen, we've got to move on. Thank you very much, mate. Excellent stuff, as always. Um, he sit on it. There we go. Of course, sit on it was uh, Fonzie's way of swearing, wasn't it? Karen is in the Finchley. Hello, Karen. Hiya. Hello, Karen. What can I do for you? Hi, I'm calling about your, your uh, thing on uh, people who've worked with their parents. Yeah, have you done it? Yeah, I worked with my dad for three years in his greengrocers, and it's the best job I ever had. Now, why was it the best job? Was it was it just a good, fun job working in the greengrocers anyway, or was it because you got special mates' rates? I never, ever got special mates' rates. I was never, I could never call in sick. No. But we actually became the best of friends for it. Hey, so there was some kind of crazy bonding thing going on between you two. Yeah. So, and I was, because I was a girl, I wasn't allowed to, like, unload the van and things like this, do the heavy work. Yeah. But then when my dad wasn't there, I used to do it. And one day I unloaded the van in front of him. And he was like, wow, my little girl's really strong and stuff. And he let me do all the stuff the boys could do then. So, so we just, we had a wonderful time. How old were you, Karen, when you worked with him? I was, um, how old was I? I was up. <laughs> it was, I think I was about 23 to about 27. 23 to 23. What? Seven, like that. 23, 27, something like that. Between, yeah, be, between the age of 23 and were you, was there never was there never any pressure for you to take on the family business? Yeah, yeah, because he was, he was selling it at one, well, he sold it now. He was selling it and he offered it to me. Mm. But I said to him, to be quite honest, I want to go to market at two in the morning and yeah. stuff. I want to have children and stuff and a family. Yeah. So he said, no, that's cool. So we sold it to somebody else who, who looks after it brilliantly now. It's still there. Kids are better than potatoes, generally. Thank you, Karen. We are asking. Uh, we're asking loads of stuff. It's kind of been a little bit of a random show so far. And, you know, uh, sometimes it's a little bit more focused. Sometimes it's the scattergun approach and we see what comes back. Um, Ian, the UK Fonz, as to be Pierce Brosnan, says Tony in M25. 
Tommy Boyd, we've got Shaken Stevens, Adam Wood yet. That's Ian Beale, is it? Is the English Fonz? Someone suggested Shane Ritchie. It, it's the best we've had so far. It, it comes to something, isn't it, when Shane Ritchie is the best suggestion you've had so far. It proves you're having a bad day on the text. If you want to text in 0771 776 0973. Uh, Les Battersby. How about the bloke who plays Lovejoy? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking about someone who's cool. You know, that's not the thing. Uh, Margie. Is it Margie or Margie? It's you. Hello? Oh, dear. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello? Hiya. Who's this? Margie. Margie in the chair. Where were you? Where were you just then? I... I... Tried to stop the car because I knew I'd probably get through to you. Yeah. But um, it was under a tree, so I'm just driving on, which is really, really naughty. So I'm just going to stop now. You're on, you you're on hands-free, though, aren't you? No. Oh, you I'm silly mare! I'm trying to get you out. But we'll come back to you in a minute, then, Margie. Well, I was trying to let her. I was trying to encourage her to break the law, and I will hold my hands up to that and apologise and say that was wrong. Um, that is definitely wrong. Uh, if you want to email, it's Ian I A I N. Is there a problem with the email, Machine Agent Chris? Well. Ha- <laughs> Why have you got them through there when I'm doing the show here and I need it? <laughs> What's got? I know it's the weekend, but let's, you know, come on. Margie, are you back? Yes, I'm here. Uh, have you parked up now? I'm parked. And you're not under a tree? No, no, I'm what, fine. What I'm was your, the bus stop. What, you parked in the bus stop, have you? No, I'm opposite. I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Okay, you are. What was, what was wrong about parking under a tree? Why couldn't you do that? There wasn't any reception. <laughs> No. Oh, I see. Uh, Margie, why have you called in? I've called in because um, I'm one of four daughters, yeah. right? Yeah. And for over 20 years, I worked with my mum. She had a travel agency. Yeah. And I started there when I was about 19. She owned a travel agency? She did. Was her name Thomas Cook or something? No, no, no. She was in... She was Is she first... Lumpolly? No, she was in the round in the days of Lumpolly. She was a... Um, the first woman to have her own business, travel agent, right. proper travel agent. Proper one, not, not one of these shoddy ones from the old days. No, yeah. really good. And good she one. was um, a really good boss, um, yeah. but we all had to do exactly what we were told. Yeah. And yeah, there were some bust ups within the family, especially between my siblings and me. Uh, so did all of your family work in, in this bizarre, sh- shameful we did. travel agents? We did. No, shameful. I didn't. I didn't mean to say shameful. I don't know where that word came from. No, she no. was she was a, a really strict boss, but we all learnt loads, and I loved every minute of it. Mm. And I did have some treats because obviously trips abroad. Bloody bloody. Was what, what the, was the company called? Margie's mum and daughters. <laughs> it should have been. Or, or, or you know, but did it have the word and daughters in it at all? No, it didn't. Mm. No, but. She only had four daughters, and we all worked for her. Only four daughters? Mm, wow. no sons. Uh, and, and where was the best cheap holiday you got, Margie? Australia. I went for nothing. She, I, I didn't get that last word, and it sounded rude, so I'm going to leave it, leave it there. Thank you for listening to this download from London's LBC 97.3. 